Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, former editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. What? Uh, at least for one more, a few more days. Yeah, I know, Brian, it's Jock. And uh, and I just wanted to say that this is the last time, last go around. And with the triumphant trio, I will go with the three amigos, whatever you want to call us, uh, the Steelers preview gang. And that's myself, Dave Schofield, Brian Anthony Davis. Dave, take it over, my friend, the new editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. Well, I, I guess I'm the editor in waiting. Um, no, nah, you're the editor right now. Well, you're you're making me do all the work, <laughs> um, although I don't although I don't officially um, get the job until next Monday. But no, this has been a really good week, um, knowing yeah. that I have Jeff around. But you know what? I'm always going to have Jeff around because that's the kind yep. of guy Jeff is. But you usually ask me how I'm doing, and I'm doing I'm I'm. I'm doing great and I'm doing terrible all, all at the same time. I'm so excited for this show, but the, the last thing I want is for this show to ever end because this is how it's going to be. This was your last time with Jeff bringing you in. Yeah. But Jeff's not going to host this show because the, sh- the, the, the show is about the glory of a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. So That's we right. are going to be highlighting one Jefferson Hartman tonight for our podcast because as you guys, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say Jefferson. <laughs> As you all know, you know, we're all fans. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. This is what this site and this platform is all about. So um, although Jeff was editor for five years, that meant that he was just a big time fan during that time and way before that. And he will continue to be. So we're going to talk about the fandom with everything with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the website and everything else with Jeff Hartman. And I, before we do that, we have to say, Brian, you've, you haven't got to say a word yet. How are you doing? I haven't been introduced, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot. I got to tell this you, is this, preview, is the, this is the preview of the preview after yeah. I leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not kidding. Um, so this is a bittersweet symphony for me as well. But and you know what? You know me. I'm not good with words. I'm better with song. Jefferson Herman, oh boy. this is for you. He's moving on up, moving on up to DK Sports. He's finally got his piece of the pie. That was uh, that was something. Uh, yeah. We'll just call it that. That was something. Yeah, you're gonna miss that. <laughs> it was something. It was something. It so, was something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're gonna miss that, Jeff. Go ahead. No, I will. But, I will. Uh, Every week. Every week. We we've got people are ready for this one, Jeff. This is this is your big, this is your send off. We're I'll be guys. We're not doing Kevin Dotson tonight. We're not. We're not moving on. We're not moving on up with with the draft class. We're not going to let Brian put that in so well, either. Let, let me so. ask you all a question to start. Let me ask you okay. all a question to get this thing rolling. Okay, the, the glory of a Steelers fan. We all have our own genesis or our own origins of being a Steelers fan. I kind of talked about this last night on the standard is a standard, which anyone that joined me on that show, thank you very much. I was by myself. I relied on the live chat a lot, like we will be later on tonight when we do a little Q&A. Um, what was the one team, the Steelers team, that really got you hooked? Now I talked about how it was 94 was the first time I really paid attention. And, you know, I was born in 83. So I was 11 years old. It's when you can kind of start to understand things. 95. I was, boy, that was an, that was a special year, although it didn't end the way we all wanted it to. But I said 2004 was when I was absolutely hook, line and sinker dead. I mean, it, it was incredible when they drafted, you know, when they drafted Ben Roethlisberger, that was when I was hooked. 
but I it started in 94. So Brian, we'll start with you. What was that one year that you were, man, I'm, I'm really starting to become a fan of this team. You know what I, I started when you grow up in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, uh, you get beat up in gym class if you're not wearing black and gold because, you know, I mean, that's four, um, four Super Bowl titles. Then I went through the early 80s. I was always a fan because, you know, we had three networks and, you know, there was no puppy bowls. There was no um, lifetime original movie for mom to, you know, bogart the screen. You were watching the Steelers on Sunday and that's what you did. And so I, I, got, I really got into it then. But. I would say the year 1984, the year I was 12, when I kind of was awoken to everything. And that was the, I was really into pop culture. 84 is still my very favorite year. I love that team. It was a nine and seven team. The quarterback at the time was David Woodley slash Mark Malone. On December 30th of that year, 1984, they beat the Broncos, a 13 and three Rodney's Rejects team. Um, they actually had T-shirts, not the Steelers, but the Broncos. They beat that team and went on to the AFC Championship game against Miami on January 5th. And I was in my glory. That's when I fell in complete. That's where you could not pry me away. And I'll never forget. So, I mean, I've always been a fan. I was born a fan. But for me, that was the year, 1984, a 9-7 and team that almost shocked the world. That, yeah, that's a great story. Uh, the rejects. I, I remember hearing about that. Don't remember it, but I remember hearing the, about that. Dave, they what, they were ahead, 13 bro. and three, but did not get anybody selected to the Pro Bowl. So they thought they had no respect. So it was a Rodney Dangerfield thing. <laughs> what about you, Dave? <laughs> well, for me, I always remember. Well, not always remember. I fun. Well, not fondly remember. I remember there. Maybe that's the way I should say it. Um, I remember the Mark Malone. I remember. Bubby Brister, watching the games, hearing my dad complain about the Steelers and everything as we watched. But I will be honest with you, when I really got to where I couldn't miss a play and I couldn't look away from the screen was with the inception of Slash. That mm. when when they they just I'm like you I was afraid to miss one single play of a game because you never knew when that super crazy exciting play was going to be and that's when I really felt like you know I you know there was a lot of times it was even as a little kid Sunday morning or Sunday morning Sunday afternoon being at home laying in front of the TV playing with my toys on the floor while the Steeler game was on I remember that but when I really know that I was completely engrossed in it more than ever was that one. Um, for sure. But then I really dove into it more with, with the, cause the first draft I ever watched was when Ben Roethlisberger was drafted. So that's, that was stage two of it. But yeah, the, those offenses with slash was when he was being slash was just so exciting. This is to, for the people tuning in or just now tuning in, this is going to be a lot of the show tonight. It's just going to be maybe some reminiscing. It might be some weird questions like the one I'm going to ask you guys off the top of my head. It's 2020. Let's assume that time travel exists. We can bring back one of two. Ben Roethlisberger goes down and we get to pick one of these two quarterbacks to come in and try to win. We'll say four games for the Steelers. Would you rather have Bubby Brister or Tommy Maddox as your guy? You get to pick one or the other. Dave, we'll start with you. Uh, that's kind of easy for me. I'm going with Tommy Gunn because I just remember as a, it's funny 
I don't completely remember every little thing with Bubby Brister. I just remember how much my father complained about Bubby Brister. <laughs> so therefore, I always thought Bubby Brister was just a bum. So therefore, when I saw Tommy Maddox, and I, I still feel that Tommy Maddox with the Steelers overachieved. So yes. that's who I would yeah. say well, I would like. I would have more trust coming in. For, that's just me. Brian, you as Bubby? much as I would lo- love to take Walter, Walter Bubby Brister, um, you, you know, the magic of 1989, that was another season where they, uh, where they almost, they almost beat Denver in the, uh, to go to the, uh, they could have went to the Super Bowl that year, actually. And it was a crazy season. Um, but what Tommy Maddox did in that 2002 season, you gotta remember, they started off one and three. They almost went 0 and three if it wasn't for the fact that, that, uh, Maddox jumped in late in that Cleveland game in week three when they pulled Slash. It was, it was a situation where he came in and he had a fantastic season. He can throw the ball long with the weapons that they have. If they're healthy and you have Tommy Maddox, yeah, they, they could go to the Super Bowl. They could have, I mean, they really should have went to the uh, AFC Championship game that year. Um, but, you know, a uh, who was it? Joe Nedney for the Tennessee Titans? That yep. did the uh, the famous acting job uh-huh. and bragged about it. Poor Dwayne Washington. Everyone Dwayne hates Dwayne Washington, Washington for that. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't his fault. He didn't do anything wrong. He just got flagged. I think the refs were tired. What I'm trying. What year that was? Was that two? You said was that two? Oh, two two season. Two. Yeah. Okay. Because I have a very crazy story about that game. Um, this was when before my wife and I were married, and she just thought she could just make plans for us. Um, on the weekends when it was playoff football and she had other plans that she had made. And I was just supposed to live with that. And now looking back on it now, she's like, I can't believe that ever happened. I was listening to that game on the radio. I got home just not even home. I got to a TV just in time to watch that acting job. And I was like, I was kind of half glad that I I'm like, I really wish I hadn't come back for that part because it was just so frustrating. And Tommy Maddox, 2003 was just awful. I mean, six and 10 finish. Yeah. I mean, it led to Roethlisberger. I'm not going to complain about that, but I, I remember what was it against Jacksonville where he just literally dropped the football. That was 05. Yeah, remember, that was, that was the was championship that, year. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That was when he came in for Ben. And yeah. Cause I was the, I was at the game the week before in San Diego on Monday night football when Ben got hurt. And so that was yes. the very next game. And Ben was out for three games and they lost yeah. three games. And that was that, that was also Maddox got through like two pick sixes against Jacksonville. At yeah, I, I think it was yeah, Mathis. Was <laughs> Mathis had brought him back. Yeah. Tommy was really yes, bad. That you're game. right. With that long predator hair. Yeah. <laughs> predator. <laughs> predator hair. All right. I don't Meaning, I don't have any other okay. questions. You all can go. Well, no, Take it away. This this is what's coming next, Jeff. All right. In We've kind of got to celebrate you for the for for the website, for the podcast. So we'll start with a website question. Okay. As a fan, what can you think of any one moment that was just such a crazy thing around the Steelers that just made for a crazy time, either good or bad, with the website that like stands out more than anything? Like, oh, when this happened, things just went nuts. Uh, well, there's several moments of the website that the site went nuts. Um, Brian knows one very well, and that was when the Steelers <laughs> signed Michael Vick. <laughs> My third article. 
uh, that was a crazy day on multiple levels. Um, death threats. Yeah, he did get death threats, and that that was kind of on me because he's like, "I can write this if you want." I'm like, "Yeah, go for it." Sure, I was in I was in the middle of class. I couldn't write it. Um, and then anytime the thing that w- when the site goes crazy is typically when something off the field happens that is dramatic. So I remember when Le'Veon Bell got arrested prior to the Philadelphia Eagles preseason game with LeGarrette Blunt. That was a big story. Uh, I actually wasn't the editor at that time, but I remember writing about it. I remember um, the, the James Harrison going to New England was a big deal. I remember the Antonio Brown fiasco. For some reason, I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning and looked at my phone, and it said that he had been traded to Oakland. I ran downstairs, grabbed my computer, and just uh, wrote the article. Well, no. That was a no, you didn't. Day. You had an article waiting for you. That was what I was just oh. a writer, and I saw it at 1230. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to write this article. I'm going to text Jeff and say, if you need it, use it, or whatever. You no, might, okay. I don't know if you probably you – know, yeah, I think I did use yours. I wrote, I wrote a commentary about it or something. Yeah. We, we got content up there. Now, in terms of the games, covering the games, there's two games, one on each end of the spectrum, that I remember vividly in regards to the site just going crazy. We'll start with the bad first. And there was nothing worse than the Jesse James catch, non-catch game against New England <laughs> in 2018 uh, because – my gosh, that was the number one seed. I mean, <laughs> that was the top seed. Uh, everything would have been different. And 17, 17, I'm sorry. Um, and then all of a sudden it just gets taken away from you. You went from the highest of the highs to the lowest of the lows. And what made it worse, in my opinion, was the, the Roethlisberger interception. People forget that that didn't end the game. You know, that wasn't considered a fumble. It was just ruled an incomplete pass. And Ben throws that awful pick intended for Eli Rogers and bad. Um, in terms of the other end of the spectrum, the greatest, uh, I, I think in my opinion, and, and I was the chief of the website for a while, but the immaculate extension game against the Ravens on Christmas night, the way that Antonio Brown scores the touchdown. And I remember I was, I was basically by myself. Um, with the computer and I'm running around my living room, fist pumping and just jaw jacked up. And then I had to run back over to the computer to type because the game's ending and I got to get the article out on time. So if, if that's answering your question in a long form, I guess that's what I would do. I mean, off the field stuff, always, 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 for instance, the, I don't want to get into it, but the situation in Chicago with the, uh, you know, the, the American flag situation, staying in the tunnel, Alejandro filling away wave, like, those were huge events for the website. I, I, I wish it wasn't, but it was. Um, but in terms of games, those are the two that kind of rank in terms of the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows. The Immaculate Extension game was amazing. And then that Jesse James was just like a kick in the nuts. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's a lot of games, though. I know I remember going on the air with Brian after that Dallas game in Pittsburgh when they couldn't stop Ezekiel Elliott. And you're, you, you're thinking they had that game and... It was, but there's been a lot of downs and a lot of it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a wild ride. It's a wild ride. That's the best way I can describe it. And you know what? If we talk about that Dallas game real quick, sure. that made them four and five. And afterwards, you and I were like, there's still a chance they can make the playoffs, but we doubt it. They but I mean, you stay tuned. And guess what? Yep. AFC championship game. So it's, it, it's crazy when you say highs and lows, the highest of highs. That was one of the lowest of lows. And the next, you know, we've had, we had so many highs after that. 
you know, the Steelers them has always gone runs. They did last year, even, you know, you start off 0 and 3, 1 and 4, and they went on a run. It's a, that's a, that's something this team almost, well, it's almost to the point where you expect it. And I, I, we shouldn't because that's tough. It's tough to go on a run like that, but they always do. Real quick, RJ Vasquez puts $2 in the tip jar. Thank you very much, RJ. We appreciate that. Um, Dave, what about you? You haven't been with the site as long. Is there anything that pops into your head? Well, I, I'd like to comment on a couple of yours first, cause that was before I was with the site, but I was just okay. kind of writing stuff on my own. I did, I did a scientific breakdown of the Jesse James play and of how, um, you know, scientific. I, I, I even, <laughs> no, seriously, I used, I used a thing from a, cause for those of you that don't know, I, I, I'm on a leave of absence for being a high school physics teacher. So I was using physics to describe it. And the whole notion of a trick that I used to play on my, on my AP students to where we were studying capacitors. And the question, and the thing was, is a capacitor is better the, the, the closer you get the two plates together. So I said, hey, let's pretend the table's a plate. Who can get their hand closest to the table without touching it? And they're all trying to see who can be the closest. And then I won because I slapped a piece of paper on the table and then put my hand on it and said, see, there's something in between it. I'm not touching the table. And that was my argument with Jesse James. I'm like, you you said you think that the ball hit the ground, but you can't see his hand because his hand was underneath the ball. But anyway, yeah. that was my scientific breakdown. Jesse James. <laughs> so that one, that one was crazy. That, that immaculate extension game, I will never forget – you know, so nervous standing up and in, in front of my, in front of my TV. So you didn't just, go to that game. I didn't, it was Christmas day. I had little kids. I my know. wife's like, you can't bail out on Christmas. I'm like, yeah, but I know the people that went to that game. Um, it was, that had my tickets. It was fantastic. Um, and the Jesse James was before I had tickets. That was the season before I had tickets. Um, but with the, with the site, the, the whole you're right with the whole fiasco and everything with um with with Mr. Third and Fifth. That was very interesting in, in covering. Um honestly, the biggest thing with me with the site isn't as much games. It's just the massive whirlwind of every time I start to get comfortable with something is when Jeff's like, All right, I got something else for you to do. You know, it was you know, from deputy <laughs> editor to editor, and it just yeah. it was crazy. I don't know. It, it, Brian, there's how about been you? Some crazy times. What about, yeah, Brian, you've been with oh, the site longer than Dave. Yeah, you know, I've I've been here over five years now, and I got to tell you, um, a lot of AFC North games, you know, come to mind. You mentioned the Immaculate Extension. I'm not going to use that, but what a fantastic night that was. I was actually, it was, you know, Christmas Day, but I was up for about 36 straight hours. My wife was sick, so I was trying to do everything and help out, and I sat down. And then I found out the news that George Michael died. So I was all upset. Then Antonio Brown <laughs> saved my Christmas. So, you know, I felt pretty good. But when you're talking about the highs, the highest of highs, it's got to be a game that we wrote about. And I was new to the site, but it was wild card game in Cincinnati. Oh, gosh. The, that would have that been like number two for me. <laughs> one of the craziest games ever. And my wife slept through all the hoopla. We had a party and she fell asleep and everyone's going crazy and she, she stayed out. Now, the lowest of lows. And uh, this, I will always share this with Tony because we went on right after it. Monday, December 4th, when Ryan Shazier went down. And oh. it was a horrible. It, it, we did not know if he was ever going to move again. We didn't know anything, and Tony and I went on after that show because we were doing the post game, and it, it it was horrendous, and it was the worst feeling ever. 
Um, so, you know, I'll never forget that, but there's, there's so many highs to come and there's so many lows to come. And with that being said, Jeff, um, somebody put this in the live chat yesterday mm-hmm. and they said that you have to promise this and I'm going to speak for Dave. I'm going to make you promise this too. When they win the Super Bowl this year, you're coming on the show with us. Sure. You've got to be on that post game if they if they win the Absolutely. Super Bowl. Absolutely, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, real quick, well, though, I want to get Melvin. Other, hold yeah, on, hold on, that hold one. on. Let's get Melvin. He put five dollars in the tip jar. Yeah. Melvin is. He said he's an OG blog talk radio listener, and I was talking with him on Twitter before we went on the air. Whatever happened to Vito? And we'll get to that in a second. He said, "I'll miss you, Jeff. It's farewell and never goodbye. We shall meet one day, Ghost Dealers. That's right, Melvin. We'll meet one day." Uh, but Vito, Brian, you actually connected with Vito, didn't you? He's, this week, a couple of days ago. I was like, you know, we always talk what? about it. So what I did was I just emailed Vito. And I was like, <laughs> hey, do you want to, I mean, uh, you know, we're not, Tony and I aren't on blog talk anymore. And uh, and he just said, hey, best best wishes to you guys. So I, I'm not sure uh, he's <laughs> I used to, love, used to love Vito's calls. Vito Mankin evening, from gentlemen. New Jersey. <laughs> Good yeah, evening, gentlemen. Evening, gentlemen. And he'd then, always, but, he'd always get... <laughs> de- oh, definitely God. a legend, but the man who just sent that uh, super chat, Melvin, <laughs> a definite legend as well. And, uh, you know, Melvin, Jeff and I live down the street from each other, and Dave's not too far either. So, you know, uh, you come through Maryland, we're, we'll hang yeah, out. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Absolutely. I remember Melvin calling in drunk. I don't know what game it was. <laughs> he called in really drunk one time, and that was funny. It was it was great radio, great radio. And so. then you had then you had Ken from New Jersey. Was Ken was and Ken would be on. Ken yeah. and Bryce from Brooklyn was another regular. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick from Mariana. Yeah, we had some people, and then we had the guy that just always says inappropriate stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a hold of it. I mean, I, I was on with Jeff, and Jeff handled it so cool. I wanted to go crazy because that's what. <laughs> I was and like, Jeff, and go that's where we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Oh, this is good. This is really good. Mike, Mike Beck, who is, you'll be seeing him a lot. He says, uh, there was a question for Jeff. Do you have any good story ideas? I got a lot of them. I'm not <laughs> telling you what they are. <laughs> I have a lot of them. <laughs> Go to DKPittsburghSports.com on Monday and you'll find out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, here, here's what here's what we're gonna do. For those of you that don't know, uh, Mike Beck or Michael Beck depends if you're saying the live Mike or if you're looking at his articles. Yeah, is the new deputy editor behind the Steel Curtain. Congratulations! So that's great selection. Yeah, 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 fantastic job already. He's he's leading through. He's leading the site through all 90 players on the roster, one a day. Um, tackling that, that's that's pretty good stuff. But uh, and he's also he going to be joining. Has he gotten joining, to Frank Webb yet? No, yeah. If he puts, if he doesn't put Frank Webb in, I'm not reading it. No, not reading. Here's the thing: (laughs) by the time he gets to W, because he's going in alphabetical order, 
Frank Webb might already be cut from the team. Dad, oh, yeah. don't say that. He will not get cut. Super Bowl MVP, Frank, Ralph <laughs> Webb. Almost had me saying it, Jeff. No, yes. he did. He did. The only he thing did. Jeff oh, could oh, ever oh. do to get me fired up and, and he get me rattled was the Frank Webb thing. And he would do it on purpose every single time. I'm like, it's Ralph. All I have to do, though, Brian, is one of your shows. I'll have to do yeah. is get into the uh, get into the live chat, and I can throw you off super easy. I, I heard you mid- say that <laughs> on the show yesterday. My adult ADHD disorder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, could, he could definitely do that. But um, but for you guys will be seeing. I mean, you probably, hopefully, you've listened to his live mic podcast with the website, mm-hmm. and he's going to be joining on on the YouTube um, um, different different shows with us. He's going to be helping to fill that void that. Jeff is doing by breaking our hearts and on the YouTube moving on. But honestly, the, um, yeah, on, on, honestly, the, the, the best thing you can do or Michael can do there, Jeff is uh, check out your DK sports and then just write articles on that. So we'll just, <laughs> just scrape them. Just scrape them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <steal> Jeff's ideas. <laughs> just scrape your article. <laughs> but if I could give, if I could give Michael a, a bit of advice, just be yourself on podcasts in written form, do what's natural, do what you've had fun doing. That's the best way to do it. Don't try to be someone else. Don't try to be me and the way that I do things or said things. Or be yourself. You'll be fine. Totally supported the decision of bringing you as a deputy editor. So you'll do just fine. But um, let's see here. But what else we got? Well, Brian, did you have a question? Because I had another one before we do trivia, because I do have trivia tonight. Oh, boy. Um, well, I was going to ask. Go ahead, Brian. You did this uh, last night on The Standard. And uh, the uh, live chat was asking you questions. What was your most memorable moment on the standard? And you said you would save your most memorable moments for the preview oh. for tonight. And <laughs> that was my question. That was going to be my question. Can, I, can we? Well, I'll get to that. But can we do RJ Vasquez first? He three goes in the tip He says, "Who wins a one? <laughs> Who wins a one-on-one fight, Buzz Nutter or Dick Shiner?" I don't think I don't think Buzz Nutter is beating Dick Shiner. I personally, Dick Shiner, oh. he. You all oh, think Buzz Nutter? Buzz Nutter is a, a linebacker. Doesn't matter. Oh, Dick yeah. Shiner, are you serious? You're a you match up a linebacker and a quarterback. Come on, who's going to win that? Dick Nine Shiner might be time. more like Big Ben than he is, you know, Russell Wilson. Hey, what if they got oh, married? Well, just, Buzz just, Nutter like, Shiner or, or <laughs> Dick, Sh- Dick Nutter Shiner? <laughs> I'm their son, Frank Webb. Dick Shiner Nutter. <laughs> you know what? I can't wait for his first meeting. His, his first meeting when he really needs some, like, it's like the middle of July and there's no training camp. And he's like, all right, staff, come together. We need. I've got a great idea. We need to, you know, drum up some uh, some more readers. So we need you to go ahead and do a, a profile on uh, the life and times of Dick Shiner. They're <laughs> 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 like, what? Before we go too okay. far, Jeff, you can you you will be able to do the life and times of Dick Shiner because you were about ready to do Dave's last trivia with you. So, and this is going to be for questions for you, Jeff. So we are going to look at one Dick Shiner. Okay, <laughs> Dick Shiner is in. Uh, I got some help with this on StatGeek, so I went and looked this stuff up. Dick Shiner is in the Hall of Honor 
for his collegiate team who is currently in the Big Ten. What program did Dick Shiner play for? Jeff, not you, Brian. This is for Jeff. So in the currently makes me think that they haven't always been. I didn't want to look at what they were, who was in the Big Ten in the 60s. I just made sure that. Okay. But but the team but, yeah, and the, the school right. now has not always yeah. been in the Big Ten. Um, yeah. <laughs> is he a Terp? That would Maryland? be correct. There he you went go. to Maryland. He played three seasons at Maryland. Um, I don't know if he was there four seasons. He played in three seasons. He Dick Shiner doesn't need four years of college with it with a name like <laughs> yeah. that. You don't need to graduate. You just go straight to the pros. 35, <laughs> or 35 interceptions. You know, he's got that, he's got that great ratio. You know, um, you want to talk you want to talk about the greatness of Chuck Knoll. No, I'm I'm saying no because he gave up on Dick Shiner. His very first quarterback, even though he went one and thirteen for them, gave up. See, you're taking game. away my question, Brian. Oh, gosh, sorry. <laughs> he, played, he played for like six teams in the NFL, I think, didn't he? Yes, he, he, he bounced. Did. He bounced he around the league. Well, he was well, drafted he, by two teams. He was drafted by the NFL and the AFL. Do you know which teams he was drafted by? Steelers. <laughs> he was not drafted no. By Steelers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk about the AFL either. Can I have the steal? Go. Was it Cleveland? Brian with the steal. Was it Cleveland? Uh, no, that is where he went to after the NFL team before Pittsburgh. The Redskins. He played one year in Cleveland. He went to the Redskins first. He was in the seventh round to the Redskins at the 87th overall pick. And he was in the he was also drafted in the 20th round by the New York Jets with the 155th pick. All right. After your trivia, Dave, could we get back to Jeff's memory question? <laughs> which he never got to do. <laughs> Blame, oh, blame the, blame the viewer. Off on Dick no, okay. I was say, blame <laughs> the viewer who asked who, who would win in a fight. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, it's not baseball. I got one last question. All right, Dick Shiner, and he was with the Steelers <laughs> for two seasons. His first season with the Steelers, he played in thirteen games, started eleven, and he had half of his career touchdowns in that one season. How many touchdowns did Dick Shiner throw in his first year with the Pittsburgh Steelers, which was nineteen sixty-eight? Twelve. Brian 12. with the steal. Uh, Seattle has two losses. <laughs> I don't know. He threw, he threw 18 of his 36 touchdowns. Ah. And we could go into all cut. He threw 25 touchdowns for the Steelers. So um, in his two seasons in Pittsburgh, were the most successful from a touchdown standpoint, although he went a combined 3-16 and 1 as a starter. That is your history lesson on Dick Shiner. And the only and we'll just leave it at that. So Jeff can use that for his first article at DK Pick First Course. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Chris, a lot of trying to work. People are wondering why I'm laughing. <laughs> That's the so ultimate good. compliment. Thank you, Chris. So good. It is. Yeah. Now, Brian, do you have the Buzz Nutter uh, trivia tonight? Or is that just random? <laughs> what no, number? We, we need to answer the question. What number did Buzz Nutter wear in Pittsburgh? Did, if did you, you would have read my article today, you would have seen it. I did not read your article today. Uh, I even read your article and I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you used Buzz Nutter in an article? Well, it was the uh, it was numero uni or uni 
for the uh, top stables of uh, numbers of all time in Pittsburgh, and he wore 51. He was honorable mention. Guess. You didn't give me a chance to guess. Oh, okay. Go ahead, I want to say you added he, uh, 51. He just said that. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's okay. You just said it. It was 51. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You had asked that before. I think you asked that a couple weeks ago when oh, yeah, Buzz when Nutter we, was when first we brought up. Discovered Buzz Nutter. <laughs> yes. Discovered Buzz Yes. Gosh. Snowman puts $5 in the tip jar, says, I used to bust your chops about having 500 kids. I know he's talking about me. I know you have five kids. Thanks for what you did for BTSC. Good luck in the future. Thank you, Snowman. A longtime viewer of the show. And the All sugar right. daddy of the Steelers preview and the super chat. Absolutely. <laughs> Although Felicia gave 10 bucks to the standard last night. So she's, she's back I up there. That. I mean, she's, yeah. she doesn't mess around with the, the small bills. No, she, no. <laughs> Come on, Snowman up your game. <laughs> Felicia's got you. <laughs> Making it rain. Snowman's <laughs> making it rain. All right. Um, what was the question? Let's keep the question. <laughs> the best moment. Stop pre- preview moments. Um, yes. Hmm. Obviously, I, I'm. Am I including the after parties with these or just the preview? Oh no, that's part of the preview. You could do it as the after parties have always been my favorite. Yeah. I mean, there were times when we would go through, like there were times where I would almost like try to get through a preview faster to get to the after party. (laughs) It's like, I basically say, okay, all right, let's okay, Yeah. This match up against the Cincinnati Bengals, blah, blah, blah. They haven't won a game. Are we really going to talk about this that much? Cause I'd rather talk about Hulk Hogan and (laughs) Ric Flair in the after party. (laughs) Um, hold on. Greg, Greg gives $2 says thanks for everything. Jeff also bring back Collins. That's on them. Not me. Um, and oh, man, Felicia, dang, 10 bucks. Yes. <laughs> the sugar mama. <laughs> Thank you, Felicia. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, I gotta say that some of the funniest moments obviously hinge on Brian Anthony Davis, whether it was the touchdown zone where he got so into it and he got, you could just see his brain going in knots. And his mouth was not communicating with his brain. He goes, you know, the touchdowns. They're like, wait a second. Did he just say the touchdowns? <laughs> or when you see Brian just completely exhausted from work and staying up late and he's on this show that's late. It's like 10 o'clock. He's a, and I remember the Seattle has two losses. <laughs> with anything we're not even talking about seattle no one's talking about their record (laughs) yeah that's two losses but i mean for me it's it's always it's brian's his his talk about the yeti that he the girl that yeti that he dated and his 2 a.m stories and you and lance with your analogies with women always never cease to amaze me you know it's like that one time in high school when you have that girl that (laughs) has the hairy legs, but you know, it's the only <laughs> thing there. So you might as well take it. Dick Shiner, you know, something like that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny how this show has evolved. Let me put it this way, because when we first started the Steelers preview, it was just Brian and I, and we really just wanted to break down the upcoming game. And we had all these sections. We would do key matchups. We do fantasy football. We do all this stuff. And then it's morphed. It just morphed. And, and I, I could have stopped it, but I was like, you know what? This is different. We want to be different. 
And I, if everything is the same, if every single show that's out there, that's a Steelers podcast is the same, then there's nothing that differentiates us from anything else. And the sad part is, is I feel bad for the people that tune into our shows randomly and like, Oh, a Steelers preview, getting ready for the Bengals. And they hear us talking like they hardly even talked about the game because we go off on these tangents and we start talking about stupid stuff and, and all this stuff. But that's for me, I think that's why, um, a lot of fans have stuck with this show and they really enjoy the show is because it's funny. It's not super serious. Um, it's not one of those where you're, you're like, Oh, let's, uh, you know, paralysis by analysis, so to speak. Like if you want the numbers, go listen to the stat geek. Like that's why we have that show. And if you want, <laughs> if you just want to laugh, then listen to our show. Cause that's what we're going to do. We're going to have fun. This show has been fun. Um, and I said it last night, I'll say it again. Everyone has those moments. All three of us could, I guarantee you say this, that you're, you're sitting there looking at the cat, your clock and like, Oh man, we got to do a podcast. I'm tired. But once we get started, it's different. It doesn't matter. It's like, it just flows next thing you know, you've done 45 to 55 minutes and it doesn't even feel like it. That was this show for me. So, um, I'll say, I said it last night. I'll say to you guys, thank you very much for making this fun. Um, I really do appreciate it. And like I said, this, this was not like my brainchild or Brian's or Dave's when we brought Dave in. And then all of a sudden we just started to go, it just kind of morphed. It evolved into what it is today. I hope that stays the same. I hope that doesn't change. And, um, yeah. And West brings up 8 PM kickoff games for me. Gosh, those post games were awful. I think I fell <laughs> oh. asleep one time. I think I did fall asleep one time. Lance was talking and I was just, uh, just dead to the world. Oh, awful. <laughs> Everyone's bringing yeah. it up. God, what have I gotten Cree, myself everyone's... into? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. What are your guys' favorite stories, Dave? Hope I didn't take God, them all. You, you've highlighted them wonderfully. That I mean, other than of course, if I had to put them in order, you know, I think number one is going to be touchdown zone, <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think number two. I, th- I think number two, Seattle has two losses. Yeah. And number three, you know, has to be Frank Webb. Oh, Frank Webb, yeah. <laughs> Frank, you know, we've already brought it up Frank. How so, did it even I mean, get started? How did it even get started? Because I just you, ran with you, it. He was the dash guy, so you didn't even care what his name was. So you well, just threw out a random name. I'll tell you an inside story here, and it's not really inside, but the reason why I love the name Frank, just in general, Frank. If I have, if we ever get another dog, I'm gonna name him Frank. It might be Frank <laughs> Webb, and I just, and it goes back to one of my favorite movies of all time. It's Billy Madison, and it's where he's sitting there right before their dinner, and he goes, "Whose shirt is that?" And he goes, "Oh, this isn't mine. This is Frank's." And he lifts up his shirt, and it says Frank on it. <laughs> I've always loved. <laughs> I don't know why. I think that's so funny. Um, it's probably part of my immaturity, but. I've always loved that. This isn't my shirt. It's Frank's. And so when I heard Ralph and I thought, I was like, is his name Frank? I've always loved Frank. Frank Webb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And Brian actually thought he was going to make the team. That was the best part. Well, you know, here was the thing. You know, I was actually in a hotel room trying to do a show. And you're like, hey, we need the... uh we need the depth chart for running backs. And I'm like, and you go through them. I'm like, Hey, there's one more guy that they signed recently <laughs> played for new England. His name is Ralph Webb. And you're like, uh, he's Frank. And then you just start <laughs> with Frank. I'm like, no, it's not. And then you just kept on going. And the more you would go, the you'd laugh. And one of my favorite things to do on this show is to make Jeff laugh and make Dave laugh. And when they're both laughing, 
then I start to I start to laugh and cry at the same time. And it's just one of those things. Somebody put on the live chat earlier. Um, I think it was Mark Davidson just said old fashioned uh, sports bar talk. And yep. I think that's what we are. I, I mean, this to me is cheers where everybody knows your name. We know everybody's we pretty much know everybody's name in that live chat. And if we don't, we will. And it's just it's just a great feeling. That's why it's so much fun. But if I get happy here, Jeff, you helped make it that way because you let us be us. And then you well, yeah. started with the that's what she said. Someone mentioned that earlier. <laughs> They're going to miss. <laughs> I mean, when that they started coming in, I knew we had something. I, if I'm being real with everyone, the listeners, like if you were ever, because we all live in the same town, we all know each other. If we're ever all three together, this is what it is. Like, it, it, this is not us putting on, like, okay, let's put on our podcasting faces now and let's try to be zany and funny. No, Brian actually cracks these jokes and he knows all this stupid trivia from the 80s. Dave remembers the most, well, he's he, he's blinding us <laughs> with science up. earlier this episode already. He's blinded with science, you know? <laughs> I'm the one that sits back and most of the time I just laugh and then make fun of these guys. So that's exactly what happens. This is real life. Like this, this is literally real life. So um, it's not an act. I'm just put it out there. It's just not an act. Now, someone did ask, um, trying to find that Napoleon in rags said, guys, I hate to ask this, but just to be clear on this, will Jeff come on once in a while? Or is this, uh, I will come back on, uh, whenever they want me, if, if they need, if they're in a bind and they need someone to, as long as I'm not busy, I'll be glad to jump on. If it's not for the whole show for part of the show, or if maybe if they're doing an after party, I'll jump on for the after party, uh, just like for old time's sake and surprise everyone, you know? Um, I would feel bad if people missed it though. And then we're like, Oh, I missed Jeff coming on, but you can always check it on YouTube, I guess on the YouTube, as Dave says, the YouTube, just like <laughs> the, the Facebook. YouTube. Do I say that on the YouTube? You did. <laughs> I did? Why did I say that? Yeah, you just what's like not, oh. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just wondering when I when I said it. Catch you on the YouTube. Okay. Catch you on the flippity flop. Yeah. Now that's, you that's know my Twitter handle, so put it in there. One thing that was not mentioned was one of the greatest days, I think, was uh right before the start of the season. When we did the kick heard around the world and we went on oh location and that was the most fun time. And we, I mean, our kids were we there had people asking if we we're going to repeat that. <laughs> I mean, our kids were there. We just had a great time. And like Jeff says, that's, that's what it is now. But the thing is, Jeff won't sit down and watch a game with us because he's too busy on Sundays. So Jeff, you might not be as busy on Sundays. You could come down to my house. Dave will be up, and you can hang out with us. Well, I don't know what my game day responsibilities will be. Oh, you know? here we go. Here we go. I don't know. Exactly. I honestly don't know. He just doesn't want to hang out with us at my house. No, I don't want to watch Star Wars with you. I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> it's nothing about <laughs> Um, No, to be honest with you, um, I don't know what my roles are going to be. We haven't even discussed the season and stuff like that. So um, Ty brings up the Finney pants. It's a shame that BJ Finney's not with the team anymore because I mean, you can still wear the pants, but they definitely lose some luster. Did you ever wash those? Were they ever I, washed? I wash them. Yeah. Oh, okay. I washed them once. <laughs> the, the fabric softener that the Steelers used, it, it hurt my nose. I didn't, I didn't like it. 
Some so chafing. I washed it. Yeah. Oh, well, no, it's not the N word I thought you were going to go with when you're talking about those pants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cree is far off base where he says Star Wars greatest movie yeah. of all time. See, Jeff would well, not know this because he's not. No, I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't understand this. Awesome stuff. 1983 says Jeff cursed Mason Rudolph when he said he'd get a jersey after his first one and didn't. I actually have a Mason Rudolph jersey. Uh, Brian Anthony Davis gifted me a jersey. I just never, I've, there's no reason to wear it until he becomes a star. <laughs> especially, in, especially in public. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, do you guys have any other questions or should we open it up a little bit? Let's, Let's get open some it Q&A. Up. We need Let's to open, open it up. It up. For a while. We got to get All into right. time. All right. So we have about uh, 17 minutes. We got to keep it under an hour for audio purposes. And so uh, if you have questions, it can be, like last night, I got personal questions. Not too personal. You can ask Brian really personal stuff. Um, but if you have <laughs> questions about the show or about anything, um, fire away. Fire away. And then we'll... Uh, let's see here. <laughs> so there it is. Who's going to... I'm sorry. That was the wrong one. Haas H says, who's going to reference Dick Shiner for us? Now, these guys will keep that tradition going. I oh, yeah. Think. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Um, Wes says jeff what got you into podcasting um it was a i actually had um on a steelers one-on-one my friend danny who i used to work with who's a dolphins fan we both worked together for many years at my current school he's since moved on but still it's um he we both love sports talk radio and we started a show called the extra point show and we just talked about the nfl it wasn't all steelers or dolphins and he left and i was like i still enjoyed it and so i kept doing it by myself actually talking about the steelers the penguins and the pirates and then when i came to behind the steel curtain i actually um convinced neil Coolong to let me start a channel and it was just one show it was just the standard is the standard which i should say i should have said it last night i didn't the very first time i went on the air with lance williams was the very first time i ever talked to him I've still have never met Lance face to face, but to this day, the very first time I spoke with Lance Williams was he were on the air live. Let's go. No idea what kind of fan he was. It, it just, it just worked out. And so uh, it was just, I've always loved sports talk radio. I still, well, I don't drive as much anymore because I'm stuck at home, but um, I listen to sports talk radio every chance I can. Um, guys like mad dog, Christopher, mad dog Russo used to be Mike and Mike, all those guys uh, just, tremendous i've always loved it always got into it that's for me i know brian has a radio background dave what about you i just started liking <laughs> the steelers and <laughs> writing and yeah needed something to do while i was taking a turn at being a stay-at-home dad <laughs> me honestly no I'm just, I'm, i mean i'm just a football guy i'm just a constant i'm a communicator i mean I'm, I'm as a teacher i was very energetic as a coach i was always trying to also entertain my players and crack them up as much as i could at practice because we wanted to have fun and then it just kind of turned into i don't know how i how i involved got um, evolved into actually doing a podcast i just told you if you ever needed someone to fill in i'd like to try it sometime and now here i am on yeah. the show every week there you go. Um, let's see here. Brian, anything to add? He's not the best color man in the not world. The best enough, color but... man in the league. I was, gonna, I was gonna say <laughs> Seattle has two losses. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like yeah, I mean, you want to know how I got into radio? I've been doing it since uh 
since the Casey Kasem days, that was my first uh, my first job in radio. I uh, would spin Casey Kasem, and I used to write down the songs every week. The that's why I know number one songs because I'd write them down because they would correspond during the uh, first uh, hour of the Steeler game every week. So I th- those were my uh, two favorite things to do. And uh, ironically, Chuck Knoll and Casey Kasem died the very same weekend and uh, twenty four hours apart at the same age, eighty two. Crazy. Mark Davison says, if you blokes watched a game together in person, all three, the answer is no, no, we have never watched a game. I've watched preseason games with Brian. He's come over because he didn't get the game. It was watched on my computer. I've never watched a game with Dave. I don't think. Um, and that's about it. That's about it. And I've watched games with Brian. Yes. Yes. My kids, no one wants that. (laughs) No one wants that. (laughs) Melvin has some trivia. Go ahead, Dave. Well, uh, but before we do that, because that came up from from Mark, that was my honorable mention of one of the top moments from our shows. Is is Brian Anthony Davis attempting to do an Australian accent? Oh. That was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty brutal. So remember yeah. one one name. Uh, that was an honorable one, mention. All you have to know is one name, Jennifer Lopez. That's all you have to know. <laughs> Jennifer, Jen- Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. I can't do it. Oh my God! That's that's Lopez. <laughs> I, I got to tell a quick story. I had to I had to come home tonight from softball practice before the show, and I had to come home because my because my wife was out with the kids and and she caught a snake and she caught a snake in the bucket, and she wanted me to come home and take care of the snake and everything. But I'm sorry, you can't be around the snake without having to use an Australian accent. Say, oh, you got to sneak up behind him, isn't he a beauty? And, you know that's Crikey. what you got to think of. Crikey. So Brian, that is how you do an Australian accent. Uh, and then I'll work on it. If someone, if someone ever <laughs> said, if you ever say, "Hey, can you hand me a knife?" and someone gives you and say, "That's not a knife. This oh, is a this knife." Is nice. You have to go crocodile Dundee on them. You got to go crocodile Dundee. Nineteen eighty-six, baby. <laughs> nope, All right, Melvin. Melvin has some trivia here. I don't know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. What Steelers quarterback was born in West Virginia? Went to college in Tennessee. Brian, do you know it? Yeah. Who is it? Jefferson Street Joe Gilliam, I I would say. Number 17. He grew up in West Virginia. That's my guess. Wonder where he wonder where he's from in West Virginia. I know he went to he he uh, went to school in Tennessee. So I would probably say, in fact, I think that's right. I think he did go to grow up in West Virginia, but um I would say Jefferson Street, the great number 17. Dick Shiner's from Lebanon, PA. That's true. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I don't know why the uh, Century 3 Chevrolet jingle just went through my head. Y'all remember that? Century Lebanon 3 Church Chevrolet. Lebanon, Lebanon Church. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Not many NFL guys come from... Uh, come from West Virginia. I'd like to know where he's from West Virginia. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. But he said that Brian got it right. So that's great. I thought it was Tennessee Chattanooga, but I'm not sure. But I'm going to look it up. Very interesting. Someone's guessing T Martin. Oh yeah. Uh, Before Tom Brady. Great pick 2000. Yeah, they pick him in the fifth round. Brady goes in the sixth. Yeah, really, really smart. Good stuff. I always do that, though. It's like, what did they say? Um, 
yeah, we could have had it. Oh my gosh. I'm drawing a blank. The tight end from the 49ers. Um, um, George Kittle. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, we could have George Kittle. We drafted. I forget who they drafted instead. Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs. Oh, there you go. So yeah, <laughs> Tennessee state university <laughs> is what Melvin says. The answer for that trivia there, Brian. So, Oh, there you go. I, I was just reading the uh, Ron Jeremy mustache thing. I, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to do that. You've got to do that. You got to grow a mustache. You know what? My my daughter and wife threatened to kick me out of the house. My daughter cried last time I had that mustache. I'm like, I'm doing it for the podcast. It's good stuff. <laughs> she cried. <laughs> and my wife. I, says daughter, I, like I don't buy that. Cry. I don't. I know your daughter. She's best friends with my son. There. I don't buy that. She, she did cry because because I would embarrass her in public. <laughs> she didn't want. Well, here's if I can jump in real quick. I know it's more about you, but not about me. So, our kids had the same kindergarten teacher together, and she's yep. a lovely lady. And I, she's really funny though, and she has a great sense of humor. So, the kids had to put together this this poster with all family members and all this stuff. So. We put it together and you had to have pictures and put them in little hearts of the names. Do you remember that, Jeff? Do you have to do that? I don't know. I didn't well, do that. Anyways, did it. And I, just, I thought it'd be funny because my wife and I said, Mommy and Daddy, we put it in the middle. And just to make the teacher laugh, I cut out a picture of Ron Jeremy's head and I pasted it on top of my head. And she turned it in. And there's a picture of my wife, Ron Jeremy. It says, Mommy and Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh. One in a million, that Brian Davis, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Anyone else for the good of the order before we call it a show for the last time? Oh, my. Oh, my gosh, guys. Yeah, Come on. You know what? Um, if we have I'm, no- not, I'm not leaving like forever. I'm just moving on. So, no. you know what? One, one of the things when we go to Steeler games, one of the most Pointing thing is how they salute the players. And it's simple. They've been doing it since 1975. Myron, Myron Cope started it, the terrible towel wave. So Dave and I were thinking that for you, Jeff, as you go out, as we thank you for everything that you've done for us, <laughs> we would like to salute you with a wave. Oh, thank you guys. Very nice. Oh, a renegade towel. I appreciate that. I appreciate renegade that. Towel. Yeah. Mm. Try not to hit my microphone because it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I said it last night. I said it last night. I'll say it again. Um, Thanks to you guys. Thanks to Lance Williams, Tony Defio. Uh, But really, I want to thank the fans and thank the listeners and the viewers that it's crazy. Steeler fan 74. I'm so glad he's here. I was telling my, my wife about him today and how, you know, he reported the last night his last scan was good, and I, I was pumped. I've, been, I've actually prayed for this guy. I've never met him in my life. That's kind of the community that we built here, and that was the goal from the start was to have, you know, a, a group of individuals, not just podcasters, that connect with fans, and we have. I think we've succeeded in that tenfold, and it's one of those things that, you know, I'm very proud of. I'm proud of where I leave this. I know that Dave is going to be able to take this and Brian and the podcast side is going to be, you all should be able to just run with it. Um, I've definitely left Thankfully for you all, no one is leaving. Like when I took over this site and everyone left. <laughs> so hopefully you all will be, uh, we all be keeping it on the straight and narrow. And you all both know if you ever need anything, I'm a text away, a phone call away, or 
for you all, you're on my driveway. Dave was sitting on my front porch earlier this week. Brian was in my front porch earlier this week. As I'm explaining everything, that doesn't change. So um, Kathy Ford puts $5. Says, you deserve a 21-gun salute. All the best to you. Thank you, Kathy. Appreciate that. Um, it's been fun. It, it's been fun, plain and simple. It's been fun. Um, Randy Land. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I forgot you coined Randy Land. That might be my favorite. That that might actually trump uh, Frank Webb. Maybe not. No, Frank Webb is going to live forever. But uh, Randy Land was a good one. Was a good one. No um, sort of so, Yeah. So, guys, again, thank you very much. Um, gentlemen, do you have anything to say before we call it a, a show? Thank you, Jeff. Not a problem. Yeah, Jeff. I can't say enough because, well, first of all, I've got to thank everyone that have offered the congratulations to me in the live chat. I will be honest with you. This was not something that I was wanting to do. I loved working with and for Jefferson Hartman. Sorry, maybe I should stop saying that for Jeff Hartman. Um, <laughs> and it, it was fantastic. And like I said, he, 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 he brought me in as deputy editor at the right at the beginning of training camp last year. And it was kind of like trying to get up and going as fast as I could and everything else. I finally felt like I was getting into a groove and Jeff's like, uh, wanted to talk to you about something. And I, I, I just, I don't know, for some reason I, I had the feeling that it was going to be something like that. This was not what I was asking for. I was never gunning for Jeff's job. I was just gunning for someone to publish an article of mine, which was really how it all came <laughs> down. So, I mean, if it wasn't for Jeff, I wouldn't be anywhere close to doing anything remotely like this. Jeff has given me the most amazing opportunity. I was constantly thanking him for that. Every time I said it, he's like, are you leaving? I'm like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm just thanking you for this, for, for this opportunity. Um, it's another one. It's, it's time consuming. So right now, because we're still trying to get everything straight, but Jeff has been amazing with, in support of me stepping into that. But this is where I'm going to miss Jeff the most right here, Thursday nights with you all with him, with Brian. This has been fantastic. Um, so, this, so this is a tough one, but we love you, Jeff. And Thank we you. know that you're just going to do a fantastic job with everything that you do. Appreciate that. Yeah. And I, I would have never wanted to, uh, I would have never wanted to do this without you, but one of the reasons I'm staying and excited about it is for the man, Dave Schofield. So uh, from this point forward, I'd like to introduce you to Davidson Schofield. I think uh, he's earned it. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> but thank you, Jeff. Right. I mean, you mean the world to us. Thank <laughs> you. You'll that. be on the show again. Yeah, I will be. I will be. And for those that someone asked, oh, Lumberzak94, Jeff needs a BTSE tattoo. Tattoos are not my thing. So that's not my thing. But anyways, guys, I, I thank you all. Thank you all for listening. Um, stick with it. Make sure you check me out. Uh, I got to plug the site, dkpittsburghsports.com. That's dkpittsburghsports.com. You'll be able to see my work starting on Monday. I am planning on trying to think about podcasts for DK. That's up to him as the boss and the, the man with the plan. So um, it is maybe in the future, but not right now. So I'm going to take a little hiatus from that. Um, keep it up, guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate it. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. Can't say it's been real fun. So, all right, calling it a show. The Steelers preview is over. You'll see these guys next week. I won't be here. Good time. Stay safe. God bless. We'll see you.